Welcome to the Kumbaya Podcast, the whole woman's resource, where we uncover the amazing resources available to help you on your holistic health journey and hopefully help you prevent issues before they arise. Hi, welcome back to the Kumbaya Podcast, the whole woman's resource. I am really excited to dive in a little deeper today about a topic called tensegrity and specifically how it shows up in our pelvic physical therapy world. Last week, if you did not check out the podcast episode, I spoke with Dr. Liliana Warner, a chiropractor here in Decatur, Georgia, and it was phenomenal. I love that conversation. She really talked about tensegrity and explained it very well. So I just want to dive into it a little bit deeper today and how it's showing up in in my arena, in public physical therapy. Really what I've been learning and what I'm hearing more and more people talk about is something she's been studying even longer and chiropractors have been onto this before, but I have been seeing this clinically in my practice and I didn't have the words to explain it. And so I am just so excited now that this knowledge is coming into, into public physical therapy. And I just had to share. So the way we used to think about the body and how it gets its structural integrity, how we are able to move through space and attenuate forces and do fun things all day long is we would think of the analogy of a house, right? So you've got a strong foundation, you've got walls that are right in contact with that foundation, load-bearing walls that are sturdy, and then you have another floor. And so it kind of stacks up like that and these harder structures. And then draped over top is all the soft tissue and the muscles and the fascia, just kind of like an afterthought, right? Just pretty casing. And so now what this study of tensegrity is showing us is that, and really you can think about like looking at an x-ray. A lot of people have seen x-rays. So if you look at an x-ray, your thigh bone doesn't actually touch your shin bone. You know, your, our bones don't actually come into actual contact with each other. There is a little joint space there. And so this is, now if you're just listening to this podcast, I would recommend you go to Renew Pelvic Health. There are a YouTube page and check this out. So that way you can see what I'm showing you. This is a model. It's actually a child's toy, <laughs> but it's the best thing I could find. Um, but this kind of shows biotensegrity, how we think the body works now. And so it's really that we have these firmer structures, our bones depicted by the thicker pieces of wood in, in this little toy. And really those bones, they're not resting one on top of another, like a house. It's really, they are being suspended in this matrix of soft tissue, which is muscles and fascia. And really that's where the magic is at, is in the soft tissues. And so those are depicted by these guide wires. And you can see that if I just pull on one one piece, whether I pull on the, the wooden part or I pull down here on one of the guide wires, it changes everything kind of shifts and adjusts because everything is connected to everything else. So if you haven't listened to that episode with Dr. Liliana Warner, go back and listen to that. So you'll kind of understand a little bit what I'm talking about. 
but I really love this visual of how our body functions. We are not houses people. We are these really geometric shaped, just cool beings that the fascia in our soft tissue is super, super duper important. So today I wanted to talk about prolapse. In pelvic physical therapy, there's something called prolapse. And we have, I see it clinically if someone strains and strains and strains. So they don't necessarily even have children, but they've put a lot of pressure on their pelvic floor muscles and that integrity isn't there anymore. And so really prolapse is when your insides can come outside and it can be anything. Your intestines can come outside, typically the vagina, but it could also be the anus. And it could be your bladder. So any of your organs that are housed kind of down in your pelvis here, your just your vaginal wall can come out. Um, I think I said bladder, your uterus, your, your intestines, your rectum, your rectal wall can come forward. So anything that's inside can come out. And that's what we call prolapse, really basically. And what we used to think was, so I, I talked about increased intra-abdominal pressure, which could be from constipation and years of straining. Typically, a lot of people will think about after childbirth. And so you have a baby and um, especially when you've had multiple babies, things just aren't as tight or strong down there. This is what we used to think. I'm not saying this is true. And so we think of it now we have just this gaping hole and everything is falling out of the hole. And we just know that's not true. And, and really the way that I was even taught was, okay, we want to do pelvic floor contractions and kind of, and just make sure we lift everything back up and kind of squeeze below to push it back up inside. And that's not how it works. So this is what's really exciting. It's really empowering to know how our body actually works. Things are not falling out of you if you have prolapse. There's tension somewhere in your body that's pulling things out of alignment. So if you go on and on and on long enough, yes, you may need surgery. There may be disruption in the, in the tissues that we can't, we can't work on without surgery, right? So like um, ligaments and things like that. So that connective tissue that doesn't have really any contractile elements, you don't have like a voluntary control over them. That is when you may need to have surgery to kind of get things in a, in a better alignment, kind of get things back inside, frankly. And that's okay. That does need to be done sometimes. But if you are not at that stage, like what we call a grade four, when your insides are actually outside of your body, I want to give you hope. I want to let you know that you are not broken and we don't just need to do a ton of Kegels. We don't just need to do a ton of pelvic floor contractions. That's the same thing as a Kegel. What we need to do is figure out where that tension is coming from. Is it in your low back? Is it in your pelvis? Is it in your pelvic floor muscles themselves? It could be higher up in your mid back, what we call the thoracic part of your spine in your neck. So we really need to look at all your whole entire body and address any fascial restrictions that we have anywhere. And that is the first step. So alleviating any of those restrictions on your fascial system that are pulling things out of alignment, out of, out of, or just putting tension on that fascial system. And it's not letting your body function optimally. 
So there are kind of stages and in a certain order of things when you get into treatment. We don't need to go into all the details of that, but I really just want you to know that you are not broken. Your insides are not falling out. They are maybe being pulled out or pulled in a, in a way that you're having this sensation that your insides are coming out. So unless they really are all the way out of your body and, and you can see them physically out of your vaginal opening, there is hope that you do not need surgery, that you can have pelvic physical therapy to get your body in a position where it can be its best self again without surgery. So there is real hope. And I really just wanted to pop on here today and let you guys know of these, this new concept, tensegrity, and how our body functions. And that prolapse is not just some gaping hole where everything is falling out. There is there a lot of times when I assess people, there actually is a lot of pelvic floor tension. So my patients, their brain is telling them, oh my gosh, everything is falling out. But when I assess their pelvic floor, it's not actually falling out. It, it's really tight and it's maybe descending a little bit, their organs inside, but it's really, there is a whole lot of tightness and restrictions all in their pelvic floor, both in the superficial muscles and the deeper muscles. And when we address that and we address any weakness and imbalances of their strength anywhere in their body, then they get better without surgery. So that is my hopeful message for you guys today. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. Hello at kumbayallpodcast.com. Again, I encourage you to check out the episode from last week with Dr. Liliana Warner because she delves into what tensegrity is and how she uh, addresses it with chiropractic care and also some examples of what typically she sees in her practice, which was awesome. And if you'd like to check out the Renew Public Health YouTube page, you can see the model, this biotensegrity model of how our body really kind of functions. You can see that visual there. So have a great day until next time. Do you ever wish that you could learn the essentials of pelvic health from an experienced pelvic floor physical therapist at a fraction of the cost and from the comfort of your own home? This episode is sponsored by Progressive Pelvic Education, your source for online courses to expand your pelvic health knowledge and promote optimal wellness. Pelvic health is wealth, and there is a lot of essential information about our pelvic floor that isn't taught in school. Learn what to do and not to do to avoid the inconvenience and pain of pelvic floor issues in a self-paced course you can take anywhere. Visit courses.progressivepelviceducation.com to get access today. This content is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. Please discuss any questions you may have regarding your health or medical condition with your physician or a qualified healthcare professional. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests.